0: Yeah, dude, this is Steve-O, and you are listening to Dr. Brady Smith on the Drilled Podcast.
1: I'm drilling down, 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 I'm getting deeper, I'm looking round, 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 like a midnight beeper, is it, it's core made of cheese, if I dig straight through
0: on this big Chinese, I got some questions, you got some answers.
1: Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Drill Podcast. This is uh, uh, Dr. Brady. I am beside myself thrilled right now with oh, our next guest.
0: Oh, you're beside me anyway. I
1: am beside Randy Huska.
0: Huska, yeah. Now,
1: uh, DDS or DMD?
0: D- D- dds
1: Oh, that's the that's the good Mail one. Mail order. That's the but good it, one. It's working. That's the good one. Okay, I'm with Randy Huska, who you may you may know. Randy, where people where will people might know you from?
0: Hmm from having a famous daughter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so he is the father of Chelsea Huska, who was featured on on the show uh, Teen Mom. Teen Mom 2. Which, uh, Teen Mom 2, yep. which, uh, for our listeners who don't know, me and my wife watched every single episode. And whenever there's a reunion, we definitely tune into that. Ah. And you were featured on that, too. You were no... Uh, I mean, you were so there. I, I was
0: in it from the beginning, way back in the 16 and Pregnant. 16 because, and Pregnant. Because, obviously, she was a minor and living with me and everything, so. Yeah. So that's, those were the good old days.
1: Now, listen, I, I told you this, I think, twice now, but I'm going to mention it to my listeners. When I, watched, when I watched 16 and Pregnant and Teen Mom, and when it fe- there's, there's a lot of train wrecks on that show. I think you'd agree with me, right?
0: No comment. Right. Okay.
1: Let me just tell you, there's a lot of train wrecks on that show. Uh, and not just uh, the individual, uh, just not just the girls. Sometimes it's the baby's daddy, uh, the parents of the baby's daddies, and the parents of. There's just a lot of relationship a dynamics. A lot of
0: relationship issues. A lot of lot of uh, lot of immaturity.
1: Well, right, absolutely. I mean, the
0: kids are minors, but you expect the parents. But anyway. Yeah, so that's the
1: thing. You expect that, but there's a lot of unexpected things that happen in those relationship dynamics that the show features, right? And some of those have carried on. Into now, what year was that? We
0: started in two thousand and nine. Two thousand and nine. So we're ten years
1: in. About ten years in. Okay. So I told this to Randy, but I want my listeners to know. When I was watching Sixteen and Pregnant and Teen Mom, I told my wife, Chelsea's gonna be fine. <laughs> and the reason I said that was because look, look at her dad. <laughs> I said, look how calm and collected he is. And maybe you were put on a show for the cameras, possibly. But I was like, this guy, uh, he's a dentist. I can just tell, she's going to be fine. And she's doing great right now, you she were telling is. me. She's doing yeah. fantastic.
0: Everything's, yeah. And that being said, one of the reasons that, so there's there's a lot of different backgrounds in the whole series on all, on all the different variations of the show. Yeah. Um, you have people with no parents. You have people with one parent. You have people with, you know, a, addicted parents. You have people. But yeah, I, I think Chelsea's place in the show was saying that, Hey, this just doesn't. Ha- this happens on all levels, socioeconomic, teen, teen, pregnancy. You know, definitely. You don't have to. You don't have to be a poor person. You don't have to be a white, black, red, yellow person. I mean, you know. So her story was the one where, yeah, it happens at her her socioeconomic level also, and and right. certainly, just being there did not solve our problems. Right. Not at all. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. So that was that was our niche that we filled.
1: Tell me something about the filming. Is it because it's over a long period of time where there's just like days where they're like, hey, we're filming on Mondays and Wednesdays or something or like. Oh, by the way, for those listening, we're at a live event right now. And there's like this hall of podcasters. So there's, uh, there's a there's a lot of background, a lot of uh, a lot of background noise. Anyways. How's so, the filming? What okay. was what the filming so, schedule like? What does that yeah, like do to you? Do you the, have
0: to be available? The evolution of it was, sixteen and pregnant was very documentary-ish, yeah, pretty raw. There's you know young, we're new, no money involved to, to speak of, and uh, and during those days they would come and follow, you know, just like what what people think you got them following you around. It's a little shadow. Yeah, they would follow her around, you know, or follow whatever. Um, and then, it, but that has evolved now, so all the film crews come from New York. Yeah. So, you know, to South Dakota. And so, they, and each crew consists of, yeah, it's got to be like six to eight people, you know. Okay. So they come and they rent uh, like three cars every yeah. time. And uh, so when you're filming, there's at least probably five to six people hovering around. And then there's people in the cars with the mixing boards and the monitors and Kay. all that. Yeah. Um, but. They, uh, so they come, they probably come maybe once a month or so for probably four days. And, of course, everyone says, it's scrap dead. And, but, it's, you know, what they'll say is, hey, you know, there, here's this, we know you have this life event happening, whether it's Aubrey, Aubrey's getting a phone this last week. Yeah. You know, that was the life event. And, uh, and yeah, it doesn't sound like much, but to Aubrey, who's been on this show since before she was born, you know, which yeah. is we, yeah, well, that's a whole nother topic. But so, and they'll say, hey, we're, and so they come and, you know, they'll film Aubrey getting her first phone and they'll, you know, and, and now they broke the fourth wall so you, you can see the camera crew and the producers. And yeah. We're not pretending like it's not being filmed anymore. Right. Um, you know, the producer. You know, I
1: love that they do that because whenever I watch reality shows, I'm like, they're not talking about the most important and interesting thing that's happening right now, which is they're, you're being. Filmed. Yeah. Right?
0: And and the the crew that Chelsea has now has been with them for you know, there's always a security guy, Kevin. He's been with since oh, wow. day one, two thousand and nine. He's so he's like Uncle Kevin. Aubrey, oh that's so cool. You know, and yeah the, and the producers and everything. So now the now with the wall fourth wall down, now the producer will chime in and say, Hey Aubrey, what do you think? How do you like your phone? you know, stuff or whatever. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, so it's it's evolved so that now they come for events. You know, unexpected events are always troublesome. Like Chelsea delivered three weeks early for her her last shot Watson child. or yeah. Lane. I can't remember. Yeah. well, they weren't here. Okay, you know? so they missed it. Well, no, someone filmed it. So, oh, you someone know, filmed it with so a phone it's, or whatever. Okay, you, you got know? it. It's and some actually, kind of sixteen and pregnant. Uh, the birth was filmed with one of my other daughters. Filmed it on her phone, and they used so they see the birth. They still
1: the keep tabs on you guys. What's that? They're still like like the producers are still keeping tabs on you guys, and like oh, they're still filming. They're still filming. Yeah,
0: they were filming yesterday. Wow, wow.
1: There's so, no end. It never ends. Well, I right? don't know.
0: <laughs> It'll end, but eventually. that's the thing.
1: People become so like uh, you get invested in them, right? I'm, I'm listen. I've had some very cool guests on my program. Uh, but I am especially excited to have had you come on this program because I feel like there's a part of that, like you're like, like I followed you around for that, and there was some investment, right? Yeah, and, and while we don't know each other, we didn't know each other until this event, it still is like it's a very strange thing in our think society. They know me. For sure. And, for sure, and, you got to hit I'm fine get some of that. that
0: but I'm, I'm, first of all, I got, kind of got that face where it's kind of your basic Midwestern guy. <laughs> so usually it's, did I go to school with you? How do I know did you? I, yeah, Did were you one of my teachers? Stuff like that. They and never say,
1: were you on a reality show no, that I watch that. all the time? Yeah, they'll, yeah. You do and get that too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We do a lot
0: of photo ops and everything. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. I mean, I wouldn't be on there if I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And I'm not really on it much anymore. Now Chelsea has her own family and, you know, we live an hour apart. Um, but, you know, more now I'm more the comedy relief than I, than I am the guidance. Although there's still guidance you know they're building a house so it's natural for a daughter to consult with her her parents absolutely. about life events if, absolutely if my parents were alive i'd be asking them shit every day and i right. wish i could absolutely you know totally so
1: yeah okay so then how i want to know hey, can we swear
0: on this you can say whatever okay. you want yeah it's it's uh <laughs> just, just making sure i don't want you to have to hit a button or anything no <laughs> I, I do have
1: a, my producer if he wants to bleep things out no, he can bleep go, things we won't out won't, for sure we won't go crazy. you're fine don't worry about it <laughs> this is a free safe place okay safe zone safe zone <laughs> uh, okay so how did that affect your dental practice did did you did you notice and do you continue to notice okay. that that's a positive thing common, a common ne- question
0: a negative thing yeah where so i'm in a small town Ten thousand. yeah so pretty three dentists everyone already knew me First of all, okay. Down, you know, you're in a small town of ten thousand. We we are in a university town, so it's a town of ten thousand with um, the University of South Dakota, which is a Division One school. You know, yeah, eight thousand students, whatever. And I think the only thing that it probably maybe affects is if some college kid get, gets a toothache or whatever. I might be their first choice. Okay. Of the three dentists. Because if
1: there's three dentists, you want to go to the guy who's on TV. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe, or maybe, maybe that's, that's the a thought. To
0: avoid it. I mean, I don't. I, on my little uh, sign-in form where it says who referred you, it doesn't say I saw you on TV. <laughs> I so <saw> you on. <laughs> and MTV and I've been referred me. i fortunate enough that I've always been busy. Yeah. You know, in a s- small town, rural South Dakota, that's you know, it's easy to be busy. Sure. So, sure. And maybe I'm just blind to what it's done. Are you, I don't from, want... are you from South Dakota?
1: Yeah. Is that kind of what made you hang up or hang your shingle? Yeah. There. I went
0: to Nebraska for dental school, and then uh, I. I went to undergrad in the town I'm at now. Yeah, at the university, and so I was familiar with the town. And there was an, an opportunity, you know, a dentist selling. So I just went there, bought a practice, and yeah. just jumped in 30 years ago.
1: Where, yeah, so 30 years ago, how much was dental school 30 years ago? You know, I you, don't do you remember, remember what you paid? Numbers. Do you remember um, what you came out of? Came yeah, out with I debt had like eighty some thousand dollars of school loans. What do you think about where that's at right now? <laughs> it's crazy. Do you think like, man, I dodged a bullet?
0: Yo, definitely.
1: I mean, like. 80, so, th- like, so for, for the listeners who don't know, I have a lot of patients who, who listen. Dental school right now, the, going, the price tag's about half a million. Is a, is a, I think it's a fair number. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, maybe it's you definitely, get it I, cheaper. I, I was
0: thinking four. It depends. Okay. Private, state. Let's like.
1: say four. I came out with about 280, and that was 2009. But I was at UOP, oh, was which was a three-year university. Oh. The only three-year university. But even UOP was like 75 grand a year and now it's 125 a year. Yeah. So this is I don't know what's going on, but it's kind of like a like a housing bubble crisis where it's like there's no end to like yeah, what these know. people are charging and there's no end to applicants. But it's just so crazy now like thinking like I mean what you what what, what was the year you graduated?
0: 1989. 89. So so late 80s. Before computers. Before computers. <laughs>
1: that's good. That's good. Yeah, I just can't even believe people keep on coming in i don't
0: I, I don't know that these i'm gonna say kids because they're 22 sure. years old i call them kids you know well they're going to dental school i don't know if they really comprehend what that load is going to be on they, them six months out of dental school they don't there's you, no there's no way you got to make this huge house payment type of payment exactly right you know how much it is how much is a what is the payment school on payment on oh, like well I mean, I mean my well, my payment,
1: the bare minimum of my payment is thirty nine hundred bucks okay, but so that's, that's like but then like
0: so these guys are probably doing seven eight grand a month
1: right, but that's like not making a dent in my interest i mean that's like I pay the interest just, and I think i water. <laughs> of, yeah of the thirty nine hundred dollar payment that I make every month, if I just pay the minimum, I think it's like thirteen hundred dollars is applied towards the principal, yeah. And twenty six hundred dollars is applied towards interest. Yeah,
0: and, and school loans were they were all set up so much different back then. It's you So know, crazy. There were low interest, there were a lot of grants. Right. And I actually came out so when they first year of dental school then. I mean when I was out I was I was poor. I grew up yeah. poor. Okay, dental school I was ranked number one in financial need, so I got a health <laughs> services scholarship for they, the first
1: you, year. You get a, you get it in a, like a little ribbon, or uh, they give you a little a, a sash, <laughs> <laughs> number one in financial yeah. need.
0: <laughs> so I got my first year of dental school paid for, which was the out of state yeah. tuition year. That's good. Yeah, and all my expenses and six hundred dollars a month to live on, which in nineteen eighty six was enough. Definitely, but, definitely. And, and I could have I could have kept that. And had all of school paid for if I had uh, um, done what I think four years in a low service area, yeah, you know, like a reservation or a, Definitely. something like that. But I, you know, I was married with little kids, and I said, "Ah, I just think I'd rather not have to go to anywhere." Okay. And so uh, I just took it the first year, and there was no ties to it. Just here you go. So then, uh, so I didn't have to pay for that first year. Yeah. So I was I was lucky.
1: So a kid comes to you hypothetically says, Randy, I want to be a dentist. Yep. I'm going to go to dental school. What, what, what's your recommendation? Should I, shouldn't I? Okay. What What do you so, think?
0: So here, here's our status. I have a granddaughter who's graduating high school. Okay. She lives two hours from us. Maybe so. she's
1: posed this exact question to you. She wants to be a dentist. Okay. So here she we go. Really wants
0: to do, I, I, I send her links to my live surgery videos when I'm at Moody's Implant Pathway. Yeah. She sits in class and watches live surgeries. She just loves it. She digs it. Okay.
1: That's a good start. You know, and, uh, she's, and she's a high school student. She's a graduating. senior? Just graduated. Okay. So, and,
0: you know, just like straight-A student. So, so far everything's going as, as planned. She's going to go to uh, school in the town where I live. So, she will become a part-time employee of Huska Dental. Okay. Let's see if she likes it and whatnot.
1: So, she can get a lot of clinic, like, yeah. exposure. That's yep. good.
0: And, she, and plus, she'll learn how to do the, the, the stuff that I don't do anymore, you know. Yeah. So that's where you learn to appreciate. You yeah. know, you got to be willing to clean your own toilets and shit. Yeah, you know, that's if right. You own a practice. That's you right. You got to be able to get down in the dirt with the rest of them, and, and I, that's that's very important, by the way. Yeah. And so what am I telling her? I say, if if that's what you really want to do, there's, you know, there's no way your family will be able to pay for it. Okay. Right. So you will have to have sources of income, and the usual source is going to be loans. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. you'll get some scholarships here and there probably or whatever, and you'll have a part-time job and make a little scratch. But, you know, you'll get through college and it, and you'll have, you know, some school loans. But you get to dental school and you're going to get knocked silly. So yeah. what do you do? I you Look past it, realize that, and try to figure out if you're going to be able to handle that stress Yeah. because you're going to be scrambling. You get out of school, what are you going to do? Well, you know, I don't know if you're going to be able to get out of school and afford my practice. I have a really expensive practice, I'm guessing by then. Yeah. You know. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean. So. This is
1: a whole other dynamic yeah. when like uh, uh, children or relatives of an existing dentist yeah, come I mean, in just give it. and I, yeah, I've seen this go sideways way more than I've yeah. seen it go smooth, where it's like a son is going to try to inherit his dad's business. And there's a lot of different. Sometimes it's If there's least, one
0: son or daughter, it probably works good. I, well, I mean. If you get three kids and one thinks he's going to take over the dental practice yeah. and get it for free, I can see where that'd be an issue. Well,
1: yeah, because the, the person who's created the practice is like, nope, this is my retirement. Yeah, exactly. This is what I've built my entire life. I am absolutely not going to give you a discount. I mean, like, it, it, yeah. I, I need to get what I. What it, what it, well, the, the, the value, yeah. absolutely. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> I started telling people probably a couple of years uh, did ago. You come from a dental background? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You neither, farm right? Farm boy. Farm boy. Okay. I was not a farm boy. <laughs> um, I did kill a chicken one time uh, for a Boy Scout event where they released some chickens, and they ran oh, all over survivor. the place. And you had to kill your chicken, like wring its neck, and then defeather it, and that's what we ate. Was uh, So we just released a bunch of live chickens, and a bunch of uh, 16-year-old Boy Scouts went and chased chickens and caught them and killed them. That's about as close as it gets for me. <laughs> To the farm. Uh,
0: I'm still a firm. That's a farm I'm still experience. a firm boy. Yeah.
1: So I'm telling people now to consider military because oh, yeah, yeah. No, military no. pays for it. And I, like, before, when I, before I went to dental school, I was like, no way in hell am I doing military. I'm not yeah. giving them four years of my life after dental school. I want to go out. and do doing this. You're going to
0: give it to Aspen Dental. R-
1: r- right. Yeah. Exactly right. You're going to give it to somebody now. Um, but now it's like, that's exactly right. You're going to give it to somebody. Give it to the military.
0: Uh, or you'll like get, some good, or services. Yep. You know you'll get some good exposure. Yep, you'll get some good exposure to bread that. and bread and butter dentistry. Else, you can find someone else to pay for it. Yeah, plus, you'll learn a, If it might not seem like you're learning a lot if you go to a low income area or underserved area like yeah. like health services, but one you're going to learn to slick teeth out fast. Super which, awesome <laughs> skill. And uh, and and you're going to learn speed for restorative. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, so you, you're going to learn learn a lot. It's, it's just it's almost military-ish and where you keep doing these drills, yeah, so that when they throw you in the battle, you're ready to go. You get your reps in. Yep.
1: Yeah, and, and uh, that's what I'm a big proponent of too. Is like, yeah, you you need this bread and butter. You can't just do veneers, no. right out of school yeah. and like have this like cosmetic practice that like little boutique yeah. thing. Yeah. Definitely, you can get to that, but yeah. you got to have a foundation that you build upon. And a military is well, it doesn't have the greatest reputation, pays for school. And you, you know, get some reps I, in.
0: I used to get a lot of these guys. Ah, well, I was in Vietnam and they ripped all my teeth out or whatever. And every, yeah. so you know they're always talking about the the military dentists, but now military dentists is pretty nice. I know. They get the top of everything.
1: No, I really start. So here's the thing, in dental school, I remember talking to a couple of the military guys, and. We would practice drilling on plastic teeth, right? The little yep. of yep. typeodont things, right? And I would try to uh, always main like reuse the burrs, but all the military guys got these like stipends, like everything was paid for. Yeah. So they'd get br- they'd get brand new burrs every single time, yep. and they'd always cut beautiful preps because I'm like I'm using like my burr for the 17th <laughs> time, trying to make this thing last. So yep. I don't have to just go spend another nine dollars to get another burr. Yeah. Right. So uh, I started seeing, like, some benefits there.
0: Well, Plus, oh, my next patient didn't show. Oh, well. <laughs> right. You, you gave the same. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right, man. Uh, I think there's some, oh, I'm not sure. One thing I looked into, I think some of my listeners know, I looked into prison dentistry before. Uh, mm-hmm. You ever looked into prison dentistry? They, they, um, they have some pretty decent deals. Do they? Yeah. I, no, I haven't. I look through get a
0: letter. the letter. I mean, every dentist in the state gets a letter. Or yeah. Well, now there's
1: a lot of privately owned prisons. Most most prisons. I think we're we're sitting here in Arizona in Scottsdale. I think almost. I think every prison in Arizona is privately owned now. Uh, but in California, that wasn't the case, and they were paying out. I want to say like 225 k a year, and then after 20 years, you would get 80 percent of your income for life. Oh really? That's your pension. It's a, I, I said no to that. I remember finding on Dentaltown the lead dentist at San Quentin, uh, which is a so famous prison, right? You probably have some very famous patients, not for the good reason. Uh, but I remember talking to him, and he, like, kind of sold me out of it. He was like, I only know how to do, like, three things. Place big amalgams. Pull teeth and Pull, pull teeth and that's it. That's yeah. it. That's like, I'm, I'm like a two-trick pony.
0: Yeah. That would, be, that would get old. And that's what I thought. You I know, thought, eh, you
1: know yeah. And it's a nine to five, clock in, clock out. Good benefits. Yep. No, I mean, no I mean, real I mean, interaction with, yeah. with What's interesting is that a few episodes ago we had a prison dentist on our on our podcast, and she is in Tucson. And uh, what's interesting is that they, you, the relationships you have with people are just like, they, you're actually like kind of told, these people aren't really people like yeah. the, the mentality she was like no they don't they've been stripped of their rights yeah and 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 maybe you think right you know rightly so they don't have the same rights so it's a very weird dynamic for a dentist i mean think about that that's like you're one not of, one of my you're, you're genists, not used to one treating, of my
0: hygienists worked at uh the state prison yeah not far from us yeah and I, I hired her away from there and uh she said it was it was really weird. I mean, first of all, you got to have a keychain about yay big because mm-hmm. everything's under lock and key. Sure. You know, and everything, and and usually you, you know over there you get some dentist who really didn't give a flying hoot about what he was doing, you know. Well, cause and the, yeah, because if you just, care
1: too much, then that that spreads around that you're a nice dentist, and then you get more people coming in wanting to see you, and and that it, it's a, it's a really difficult field to traverse, yeah. I think. Especially with privately owned dentists or privately owned prisons now. Yep. Uh, but anyways,
0: the other thing I would say is look for the uh, the odd cases. If you are willing to go to a underserved area, branch out on your own and contact that area and say, you know what, you pay for my tuition, I'll come be this town's dentist for yeah. Um, however many years yeah. you commit to it, you know
1: start thinking outside the box send yeah, some, me- send some that's emails the word I
0: was looking for outside the box yeah you know? yeah ex- ex- exactly right areas and see if they'll uh, you know go
1: go find some city council members of some small town or some a mayor of some small and yeah. see if they got some money they can throw at you so I don't know I think it's it's shocking and alarming where the prices are going and it's just every year it just goes way up is there anything about dentistry that you
0: are concerned about Oh shoot, it's just getting so complicated. Yeah. You know, I come from the old school and uh, yeah you know, I gotta keep teaching teaching this dog new tricks. Yeah. Which is fun. I mean I would it keeps you from are you adopting? Are you adopting new technologies in your yeah, in your I'm, office, I've, I've
1: been I, or a, or are you like me where I'm very slow? Oh. I'm very slow to adopt. So I've been a Cerec, all the new Cerec toys.
0: since 2007. Okay, got a Prime Scan. Got so Prime for those who don't know,
1: Serac machines are machines that make their own. Uh, you make uh, the dentists can make their Most own porcelain, porcelain crowns. Yeah, make their own porcelain crowns in house, no lab, no temporaries.
0: Yep, that's awesome. And then uh, implants, of course, with Moody Cone Beam, all that stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I I like don't want to be that dental office that had the old belt-driven drill and, uh, yeah. you know. yeah so, plus, plus, financially, I have to keep this business up to date so that when I am ready to retire, it's when, got value. When's that? I don't know. You, you got a time in mind? No. Nah, nah, nah You're I'm good. I'm 57. Yeah? That sounds so old. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll, I'll keep going on into my 60s, but who knows? Okay. I'll probably slow down a little bit.
1: Yeah. Your does, back hurts? Uh, no. My back hurts all the time. Does it? Ugh, it's terrible.
0: I've been fortunate that way. That's good. I don't know if it's because I have a tree trunk stem sized body or what, but <laughs> that might be it. So maybe that's I'd, it. I better stick into it at least long to see whether that uh, granddaughter is going to yeah. head that direction. Well,
1: that's kind of cool. You got yeah, you got a, pros- a f- prospect in the family. So that can be very. I have a good.
0: daughter. One daughter is a hygienist. Uh, she lives in El Paso. Her oh. husband's in the army. Okay. So that's the only other one now. Uh, Nobody else followed the dental footsteps.
1: So me and you earlier today were on another podcast called, so for those listening, this is just a room full of like tables and there's podcasters everywhere. How many would you say here? 25? Yeah. 25? At at least. All dental. People all podcasting. That's, That's all the background noise you hear right now. It's all a bunch of people podcasting. Um, But we were on a podcast called Dentists, Implants, and Worms with Justin Moody, who you've referenced a few times. And Justin Moody has a a nonprofit called Implant Pathways where he does a lot of free work, and you help out in that capacity. The clinic's
0: name is New Horizon Dental Institute in uh, Tempe, Arizona.
1: Perfect. And you were telling me, we were talking a little bit about my podcast and the charity work that we do and the the network of dentists we're trying to create, and you told me a story that I'd like you to tell again, right? This is a good story, everybody. So he was – so as – as a, uh, as you were thrust into celebrity, let's give some background here. Now people hit you up. You showed me the screenshots of, of it just, and you just scrolling. Help me. Here's my situation. Help and I, me. And I to God I could I, help people and,
0: as many as ask. Yeah, obviously,
1: I get that to a certain extent as well. Sure. I, you showed me your. You I was, show me yours. Is I, it,
0: you just say that. No, you show, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: No, yours was way more impressive than mine, for sure. <laughs> Uh, way longer. <laughs> uh, so, um, but yeah, that that happens. You get hit up a lot. But you got hit up by someone that struck and, you a little yeah, bit.
0: Yeah, and this is still in the process. I mean, yeah. So, uh, but. Uh, we don't have to share specifics. Yep. So it was just uh, uh, a fella on Instagram direct message me, and it's one of those ones that comes with a blue check on it, so you want to see who it was. Definitely. And uh, it's Roger Matthews from uh, Jersey Shore Days, and I never watched the show. I really had no sorry Roger <laughs> really had no idea who Roger doesn't listen to this podcast pretty sure know, but <laughs> and uh and he just had a he, he just said can you help this girl you know and then uh, I said well I don't know you know so he had a link to a girl who's in Arizona or no Oklahoma and uh, she had reached out to him because he is a very philanthropic person and and uh he had been helping someone with cancer who passed away and and on his feed, people were telling this girl or tell her telling him to contact Chelsea's dad, so he contacted me, and now we're going back and forth so he's in Jersey, I'm in South Dakota yeah, uh, this yeah. girl's in Oklahoma amber hey mm-hmm. and uh, and the only place I can help him is in Tempe Arizona so where Dr. Moody has his... At Moody's Implant Pathway Clinic. Yes. um, Because uh, it'll involve extractions, dentures, and implants. So, uh, you know, I I reached out to her and she's like all gung-ho. And uh, she knows that it's going to be quite a journey. And then I, I of course, reached out to a a friend who basically is just a social media friend. Yeah. You know, but you'd know each other. Yeah. I mean, I met him last year at Voices of Dentistry and... uh, And I just reached out to him. I said, "Hey, I got this girl down there, and uh, she's going to need just some impressions of her teeth and a 3D X-ray and everything. And and you can't charge her for it, okay?" (laughs) Cool. Okay. Yep. He didn't. He did not hesitate. So that's awesome, Brett Francis. Thank you. And uh, so this, none of it, uh, you know, I have not, I have not met her in person yet. Yeah. But we have a team together that's scattered all over the nation. Yeah. And then uh, Roger said he would help because he has a good. Social media following, couple million uh, Instagram, and it's he said awesome. he'd be willing to share the information on this nonprofit clinic, which is a lot of what I'm trying to do with my social media followings. I like to, I like to spread light on things yeah. like that, and I'm pretty involved with this one. I'm on the board and stuff like that. So, so it's just uh, kind of nice to be able to network a bunch of people that have never met and the reason and help I, someone.
1: Yeah, the reason I wanted you to share that is because I like people to understand. Like, it takes a village. It's not just like one person that can help. Like i wish i could help everyone right right but i can't but there's like you know there's uh people involved i got to get the person to our location then once you get the person location well sometimes there's specialists involved they're doing different portions there's labs involved there's donations of uh follow-up
0: care yeah
1: and uh follow-up care is super big but just putting you orchestrated something that is going to work out for this one person there's a lot of people moving and, and to help one, one individual
0: and, and, and to be honest a, a part of me feels guilty for not helping someone who has asked to be in my office you know <laughs> you know right I get that too well uh, you can go change that tomorrow yeah right you you can go. that's within my control yes absolutely you know, so how did this how did this random one person you know why is why is she lucky enough to get this and it's you know how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time. That's right. That's help right. What you can, and this, the stars, the stars lined up for this one, and we'll do it. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll do more.
1: Yeah, and there's always going to be a need. You know, there's always, so always going to be more people in this situation. Sometimes that there's in a sea of, in a sea of people in need, it can feel like you're not making a very big impact if you just take one person out. But you were making an impact for that one person. Yeah, and that's and that's very. Yeah, yeah. and it's. That's what you can do. You can make that one impact for that one individual.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: what we're big about here at Drilled is, is doing that. Uh, so anyway, first of all, thank you.
0: Oh, you're awesome. welcome.
1: And it just was very like, yeah, that's what I go through too. when people <laughs> hit me up and try to orchestrate. The idea is like I want to help everybody. I want to, you know, but I do have to make a living, spend time with my family. <laughs> um, yep.
0: I that's, gotta, you know, for me, being the age I am, I have the freedom to not have to worry about running my kids to sporting events and all that stuff. Sure, you know? and at I've this stage a, in life, yeah. yeah. And I've got a, a, a very, very awesome wife who is kind enough to let me pursue whatever it is I want to do on this, you know? Yeah. She's not saying, no, you're, you can't leave again. She's, she's all behind it, so. Awesome,
1: that is so fantastic. Well hey, oh, before we let go, we do a, we do a secret word every single episode. And this secret word is worth $500 of free dentistry for one of my listeners. I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you, it can be any word or phrase, okay. anything you want. And then email this, the first person to email the word to drillpodcast at gmail.com gets $500 of free dental work. You got a word in mind? I do. Okay, hit hit us. Serendipity. Serendipity. Ooh, that's a good word. We will it's be, one of my favorite words. We will we will uh, be lenient on the spelling if you <laughs> if you need help with that. One of my favorite words. If you make a valid attempt at serendipity, we will, we will give it to you.
0: Just do voicemail it right into Siri, and she'll yeah. spell it.
1: So don't forget that if you can't use this yourself, we allow you to gift it. So if you want to gift this to somebody else who can use it, uh, feel free to email us. So first person uh, that, that emails us, serendipity at drilledpodcast at gmail.com, will be the recipient of $500 of free dental work at the Comfort Dental in Camas, Washington. Randy Huska. This has been a pleasure.
0: Damn, hey, glad to meet this you. This
1: is so much fun, and I appreciate you being so open and, av- and available oh. and willing. And uh, it was nice to have met you. Oh, I loved it. We'll see you next time.
0: All right. Thanks.